Anything you imagine that's for the good is possible to be a reality. What you don't understand is that God gave you a brand even before you were born. All you had to do in life is walk into it. Welcome to the Kings and Queens podcast, where we enter the minds of leaders with a vision and learn why greatness truly resides within each and every single one of us. Recognizing the kings and queens of the world one voice at a time, here's your host, King Lapo. What is up, Kings and Queens family? This is your host, King Lapo, in the building. I hope everyone's having a blessed and tremendous day. In this episode, we have a special guest who's the founder and CEO of ReTV, which is a platform TV network for young entrepreneurs to collaborate with one another rather than competing with one another. So listen throughout the entire episode to dive deeper into the meaning of that statement and the evolution of ReTV in general. So with that being said, I'd like to welcome the one and only Risha Scholl. How you doing, Risha? How are hey, you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm blessed. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm happy amen to, to that. Hey, man. I'm happy to have you on the Kings and Queens podcast. How, how, how's it feel? I'm ex- I'm so honored. <laughs> I'm so honored and excited here. That is the beauty of social media, and it stands to my statement: collaboration over competition. So Thanks. I'm on your show, and then you're going to be on mine. Hey, you know? And hey. I, the beauty of it is, we're going to impact more people. Um, reach more amazing people to collaborate with and you know that's that's the movement so I'm, I'm excited to be here thank you no problem no problem okay so what we like to do here on the kings and queens podcast is to introduce you to the family uh so for those who may not know who you are you know just go ahead and give them a general background you know where you're from born and raised and everything yeah i was born in belize central america I moved to the United States, Houston, when I was six and a half. Uh, So I'm an H-Town girl, H-Town, hold it down. (laughs) Um, And then I went to Texas State, and I was back and forth in Austin throughout my entire time at Texas State, and then I fell in love with the city. So now I live in Austin. Um, I work for a tech company, and I'm the founder of C and CEO of ReTV. So, okay. you know, just trying to make the world a better place. Oh, yeah, but that's just right. a little bit about me. Okay, okay. And uh, what, was, what was your major again at Texas State? I was a double major. Okay. I majored in business management and electronic media. Oh, wow. wow. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, I did all that. But I, I'm actually planning to go back to school. So you guys get the first scoop. No one knows this wow, yet. Wow, okay. Exclusive. So about to go get her MBA. Ooh, <laughs> hey, congrats. That's a big move. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah. So, you know, working on some logistics, but I'm excited, man. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm excited to go back to school. Um, good. You know, I think it's so important to be a student of life. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm grateful to have that mindset because not many people have that. Very so true. I just want to continue to learn and grow and, um, you know, just learn different areas of a business and just trying to be the best businesswoman I can. Most so I'm excited. I like that. I like that. So are you going to be going to school in Austin or back in Houston? You know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a plan, but God's plans always much greater than mine. Yeah. So what I've been doing right now is just praying about what schools I should apply to, 
who I should be working with. Um, you know, just really trying to seek him and seek the word. And at the end of the day, it's his life, not mine. Mm-hmm. My job is just to to listen to him. So right now I've just been praying about what school to apply to. So I really don't know. Okay. We'll, we'll see. We'll, right. we'll see in the coming months, you know. But yeah. the goal is to start January 2021. So hey, not nice. too not too far away yeah, it's from close. now, you know. It's coming up. I know, and I don't know how to act. I've been out of school since 2018. Hey, I, and yeah. I'm like, yo, what am I getting myself into? Do I really want this? Yeah. <laughs> what is up? So, what, you know, yeah. we, we just go roll with the punches. So okay. What do you like better? What city do you like better? You like being in Houston or Austin? Oh, that's so hard because Houston will always be home. Houston mm. is just always it's just a popping city, you know, like that's, that's the home. Austin, Austin is different, but I feel like I've, Austin is my development city. Mm. I feel like Austin is a city where, man, like when I first moved out here, I was broke. Mm -hmm. I was, I didn't have the job that I have today. I was working two jobs. I was not doing the whole Sunday fun day thing. I didn't have that many friends moving out here. Didn't really know that many people. I was so busy hustling, you know, yeah. working and didn't really have any days off. And when I did have days off, I wasn't out here like going to brunch. I was at home asleep because I was just so exhausted. Hmm. So I think ultimately, you know, Austin will forever have a special place in my heart, too, because this is a city that I actually I'm developing. I'm I'm still in the development phase. You yeah. know, I'm still I'm still growing and I'm learning and I'm. I'm being an ad- I'm adulting, you know. Yeah. Um, true. And I feel like Austin has just taught me so much because of the lack of diversity here. Mm-hmm. So, so being able to, you know, hang out with the homies and then go back to corporate America and 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 pull some per my last email. <laughs> Dot, dot, dot. You know what I'm saying? So you, that's a skill. That is a skill. So nah, you're right. You know, even being in Austin, that taught me that because yeah. there's no diversity here. It's and different. back home, that's that's my comfort. That is, we got my Caribbean people out mm-hmm. there. You got the black people, the Mexicans, the Asians, the white folks. You got everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, but here in Austin, it's almost as if like I had no choice but to adapt. Um, and roll with the punches here so i i don't know it's it's hard it's hard to say houston will forever be my home but austin has a special place in my heart because this is where it actually you know molded me into the woman that i am today that's 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 a very great answer i like that a lot and i i didn't even really answer it i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) there's meaning behind both (laughs) yeah i'm sure kings and queens family tune in they, they they get what you mean they get what you mean all right so i'm sure you know everyone's looking forward to hearing your story so we'll jump right into it um, so the question we're all wondering is how did read TV start? You know, how did that begin? Was it something that you always wanted to pursue or is it, you know, just a spark that you kind of had? Yeah. With creating read TV, it's such a complex story and I'll just try to see if I can sum it up for you, but just a, a little bit of background about me. I grew up around domestic violence and domestic abuse hmm. and, when I was running for Miss Belize and the Houston Caribbean Queen pageant, um, how it works in a beauty pageant, you have to have a platform. So my platform was the issue of domestic violence, raising awareness for it, because in the Caribbean community, it's basically you're raised to deal with those sorts of issues and brush it under the rug. 
So during that time of me, you know, competing and having this platform, I realized, man, I enjoy talking about this issue because it's a way of me healing. I enjoy meeting other people, other women or men or individuals along the way who have these impeccable stories. And these stories have just somehow, you know, that pain pushed them to their purpose. And that's how ReTV came about. It was just me talking about my story and realizing, man, I have a platform. Mm -hmm. Even if it's just on Insta, even if it's just on Facebook, even if I'm on your podcast right now, I have a platform. And I realized there's so many people that I came across and I'm like, yo, you need to meet my friend or you need to meet my mom or you need to meet my homegirl, my coworker. They need to hear your story. So it's realizing, yo, every single person has an assignment on this earth Hmm. from God. We all have a purpose and I want ReTV to be the platform for you to talk about your purpose and for you to add value to the people, spaces and things around us. So that's essentially how ReTV came about. Okay. And the goal of it is just to continue to tell stories and to create safe spaces for us to just talk about this thing called life because, yo, it's hard out here. Yeah. You don't know what people are going through. Like Chad, um, you know, he had crazy. Nobody knew about it. Yeah. And he was still adding value to the people and spaces around him. That is the point, man. He used his platform till the day he was gone yeah and that is what it's all about i i want re-tv to be that platform to bring so many amazing people to just drop the knowledge and just to share their story because yo you can just as long as i inspire one person and i bring you on the show and you inspire that person that's how it happens you know um so after every every single show on re-tv that i have on my ig live i always get somebody writing and be like man Thank you for this. Thank you for bringing on this person. Thank you for connecting me with so and so. Now I have a now I have this amazing connection with them. And yeah. and really, man, it, it's there's room for all of us to eat. Exactly, exactly. I like that. That's where the mission statement, choosing collaboration over competition, comes from. Because yo, you know what we could do with just all of us. Yeah, I you know. know what we can create. Yo, like we got so much power and connection and that is the point of it. I feel that. There's no game I'm trying to withhold. There's none of that. Nah, like if I have game, if I have a connection, I'm a connection with somebody because yeah. that's the way that that you know, I might be that blessing for you. Exactly. And vice versa. So why do you, why do you think it's really, like that? Why do you, why do you, why, why do, you, do you, Yeah, why do you think it's like that, that that some people, you know, like to withhold information and and you know, they don't like to see everybody, everybody win. They kind of, they, they sometimes some people are, you know, afraid of like, oh man, if I, if I give this advice out to somebody, if I help this person out, it might, you know, kind of like diminish what they're doing or have a negative effect on what they're doing. You know, oh, my people are not going to, you know, follow me if I, if I collaborate with this person. There's always competition. You know, why, why is it like that? The ego. Mm. That's it. Ego. Go look up what ego means. Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a it's an ugly thing, man. And people will do anything for ego, mm-hmm. whether it's the greed, whether it's the money, the fame, the clout. It is the ego. Whatever to boost your ego, that is what it is. And I don't have any space for that. I I make it a point not to even give people who are like that my energy. And it's so funny. <laughs> 
there I recently had an encounter, right? So this is the, mm-hmm. this is the beauty of being an entrepreneur because there's no blueprint to what we're trying to create, right? At all. There's no blueprint to the Kings and Queens podcast. There's no blueprint to what I'm trying to do with ReTV. So I, I recently had an encounter with a guest on my show. And whenever you look on my ReTV Instagram page, it clearly says choosing collaboration over competition. Yeah. You know I'm all about adding value. You know I'm all about giving free game. Yeah. So my guest just so happened to come on my show and make a comment and said, that's your problem, Risha. You're giving away stuff for free. Huh? And I'm like, man, what? You know, that's, that's, that's the difference between people who are doing, you know, these podcasts or these YouTubes or these platforms. Yeah. You're, you're not, um, see, the, the difference between what the other person is trying to do, what I'm trying to do is this is my purpose. Mm-hmm. God, I've dreamt about this. God has put this in me. God has brought people in my life along the way to continue to open many more doors and connect me with the right folks. And whenever I had that person come on my show, it's like, okay, God took a mental note. And the funny thing is God has always shown me this person's ego, Mm. but I always overlooked it because I'm a very forgiving person. And I, I don't allow what people do to me. I don't take it personal because that has to do with them, not me. Mm -hmm. So with how they've been for the past years, that was the breaking point for me. And that is when I knew, okay, what you're doing is all about your ego. You're really not trying to help people. Yeah. There's no need for me to be associated with you professionally Facts. or even just as a, as a friend or an associate. There's no need for us to continue to have communication. I wish you love. It's all going to be, it's, it's going to be nothing but love and support on my end. But in terms of us doing business together, it's a no for me. Yeah. So it's really just ego driven and you can tell when people withhold game and when they don't want to, you know, introduce you to certain folks or mm-hmm. help you out. It's th- those are the signs that they shouldn't be in your life or you just take a mental note and you keep it pushing. You can wish them love. You can pray for them. But, you know, it's one of those things where you got to love from a distance. Yeah. And you, you can't you can't take it personal at all. At you all. Know? You really can't take it personal. Yeah. So it's just the ego. Wow. Wow. So. I know, I know you're always talking about, you know, growth, faith and, you know, self-love, you know, um, which will touch base on individually. But uh, if you could explain the importance of, you know, walking in your faith, you know, how would you how would you describe that? You know, pursuing your passion and calling in life. Oh, my gosh. Um, There's really no way to describe it other than this statement that I'm about to make. It's there's no other reason that I am where I am today, it's all God. Mm, it's, I, I take no credit for any of this. It, it is that important. Uh, I feel like a lot of people, it's all about the relationship piece, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and every person who's listening to this has a different story about how they got close to God. Yeah. Maybe it was a death, a breakup, a depression, um, a really bad time or, or even a good time. I don't know. Right. We all have a different story about how we got close to God. And Mm -hmm. it was unfortunate that mine was a really, really horrible, tumultuous situation, but you know, I'm grateful for it to the point where, because I have that relationship piece, I can really go to God. Like that's the homie. We we legit be talking like how me and you were talking right now on Mm -hmm. the podcast. That's how close 
knit our relationship is. And I take no credit for where I'm at today. And it is because I continuously seek him for any little thing to the point where today, this morning, I was like, God, you know, what sermon should I watch? What do I need? You know, fill me, like, talk to me, let me know which sermon by TD Jakes I should watch. And man, it took me about five minutes, but I just so happened to click on the right one. And I'm over here crying, like, (laughs) you know, getting chilled, felt by the Holy Spirit. But, but, but even when you're faithful in the little things, when you go to him for the little things, that's when he delivers to the big things too. Hmm. And I think it is, it's just, you know, making sure that you are talking to God for every little thing. You might not think it's a big deal, but man, it's a big deal to him. He don't take us lightly. We were made in his image. We are his, we are his children. Yeah. We are his sons. We are his daughters. And, and I don't take my relationship with, with the Lord lightly. And, hmm. um, you know, I would just encourage everyone to really get in your word, find community, find people who will hold you accountable, who will invite you to Bible study, who will say, hey, how's your prayer life like? Have you prayed today? Can I pray for you? You know, you need to have community. You can't do this faith walk alone. At all. You can't do it by yourself. No, you can't. Yo, I tried. No. (laughs) It doesn't work. That's that's what the collaboration over competition Mm -hmm. is. it goes with, with any regard, anything. with anything, any different aspect of your life. You know, you need to have community. We were made on this earth to be in relationships and community and to love. God is love. And, you know, it's it's just an important thing to be surrounded by people who love the Lord just as much as you do. Wow. Wow. So finding finding your passion over a career that, you know, that you might not particularly enjoy, you know, how would you how would you uh how would you deal with that you know somebody you know tuning in right now if they're, if they're working a job that they don't particularly like but they have a passion that they're passionate about but they're you know kind of scared to make that jump what kind of a uh, you know advice would you would you kind of give them in that area oh man i i don't know if i would give advice right away because everyone everybody's scenario is just so different right yeah but i would i, I would want them to ask themselves and just be real it's like what are you doing to fulfill this purpose and calling? Mm. What have you done? Have you taken the necessary steps? Have you taken that course? Have you bought the equipment? Have you recorded it? Have you planned it out? Did you write it on paper? Did you get a mentor? Did you get a loan? What have you done? Mm. Respectfully, you really have to look yourself in the mirror and see what have you done? Have you proven to yourself to the people around you and to God that you are serious about this? Because if the purpose is, if this is your purpose, honey, it's going to be pulling you. Even if you don't feel like it, it's going to eat you up. Yeah. And you're not doing anything about it. Come on now. That, that See, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I can't really give advice. It would just be, you have to be real with yourself and ask yourself those questions. Like, what have I done thus far to show the world and myself and to God that I'm serious about this? Because once you start proving to yourself and to God that you are serious and you've done the work and you've taken the necessary steps, that's when the doors start opening, man. Mm. That's when you start to be in flow. That's when you're in flow with just the world and the universe and with God and and your purpose, man. Doors just start opening unexpectedly. Yeah. And all you had to do was just put it on paper. When you start putting it on paper, you start executing. That's when everything pops off. Mm. And 
you know, in terms of being at a place where you don't like, that's everyone. I'm going to be real. No one went to school to work for a tech company. No one went to school to work for Facebook. No one went to school to be a project manager. No one went to school to work at a bank. No, we went to school for a specific major, right? We wanted to start a business, right? Yo, you are where you are for a reason. And it is so cliche, but it is true. And you got to believe it. You have every, you are exactly where you need to be. Whether if you're down bad, good, because it's teaching you character development and it's teaching you to be patient and it's teaching you to be humble and it's teaching you to be grateful. If you're down bad right now, that's what it's doing. And if you're good, bro, if you are a good, if you are at a good place in life right now, take advantage of it and enjoy it and be in the present moment because you don't know what can happen tomorrow. But if you are in a good spot right now in life and with people, enjoy it. And if you're at a spot at a job where you're kind of iffy, you don't like it, yo, you are exactly where you need to be because you never know who you will meet at your job. It could be your future husband, your <laughs> business partner, the next person who's going to fund your business, the person who is going to introduce hmm. you to that CEO and get you that other job. Bro, you got to show up for yourself and be the best version of yourself every single day and be grateful because we only get this one life, yo. Yeah, thanks. We do. Thanks. We only get this one life, man. People, we're in the middle of a pandemic right now and people don't have jobs. You know how grateful we are to have a job? Very true. You know how many people, you know, like even with me, no, I didn't go to school to be in tech, but you best believe I am taking advantage of being in this role and I am being patient and I am serving. I am serving. I am being a servant to my boss. I am being a servant to my customer. I am being a servant to 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 the company. I am, I am doing that. I am taking advantage of all the skills. My portfolio of customers runs from 40, 50 million to $1 billion. I am talking to 60, 50 year old CEOs and CFOs of companies. I am taking advantage of learning how to negotiate contracts. I am taking advantage of learning how to write a proper email. And you know, like, I'm learning so many different things that these are the skills and tools that we will need when we want to be an actual entrepreneur and be solo because we're going to need to know how to talk to these CEOs. We're going to need to know how to talk to the white folks. We're going to need to know proper business Mm. etiquette. We're going to need to know all these things. So this is why I don't take like, man, and I can look back at my past jobs. I was a greeter at a restaurant Mm -hmm. and that humbled me. I remember growing up, and I used to always say, I will never be in the service industry. Sure enough, the Lord humbled me and I was in the service industry. Wow. And you know what it taught me? It just taught me to have grace. And it and I was mad, man, because that's where the money really is at. Those servers were walking out, bro. <laughs> so much money. I was mad. I was like, are you serious? I could have Man, I wasn't even a server. I was a greeter. But, bro, I had it so nice to where I would just be sitting there walking people to their table. Yeah. And these guys would just be like, hey, here's $100. Yeah, and I'm like, I could have been I could have been doing this, yo. <laughs> I was so upset. But, man, I met some amazing people. And now I have a different level of respect for servers and greeters. And now I tip well. And now I know what it's like. And now I have more grace and patience for servers because That's you good. never know what people going through but man even like all my past odd jobs i learned so much and i have amazing connections and 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 i can honestly say that i i just took advantage of where i was i even even at the moment like looking back 
I don't, I wouldn't say I took advantage of it, but I will say like I was a sponge and I've always been a sponge to where mm-hmm. I just want to learn. And I want to know why you did this, why you did this, why you thought that way, why you, that, how you came up with that answer. I've just always been a student of life and I've always been a sponge to soak up that information. And I just want to say like, if you're at a job that you don't hate, you're there for a reason. You're like, there's no other way to put it. You just got to take the lessons, you know, learn the skills. And then whenever God is ready to move you in the next season and you will know when your time is up at a job, jump. I like that. And I think, yeah, I think a lot of us forget that sometimes, you know, you might not be in the position that you want to right now, but you know, you're learning lessons every day, right? Like just going back to what you said, you're a student of life. So you know, anything that you might think is negative at that moment is you're going to look back and, you know, in the future, you're going to be like, wow, like I actually learned something from that job. You know, just like how you said with your prior job that, you you, you know, you didn't think you were going to, you know, be in the in, in the job of service. And now, now look where you are. You know, you can go back and be like, damn, I, I learned something from that. And it's utilizing, Seriously. you know, it's, it's, it's empowering me to, you know, even become better. And, you know, you know, you're inspiring people through the story as well, because people are listening to you like, damn, like Risha did all that. Like she went through all that. And you know, they can they can relate to you. You know, you, you can be, become relatable to somebody because especially in entrepreneur, entrepreneurship in general, you know, you want to be relatable to somebody. You know, they, they mm-hmm. you want to be you want to be with someone that, you know, they can they can kind of find confinement in and they can be like, OK, like this is a real person and everything. So, yeah, that's really good. I yeah. like how you touch based on that. So, yeah, for yeah. Sure. with uh, with with growth, I feel like, you know, a lot of us start off with, you know, great ambition and passion. Um, but as soon as we obtain, you know, maybe an ounce of success, you know, towards our goals, then we kind of get complacent. And, you know, mm. I kind of want to get to uh, this quote that I read, uh, uh, this guy named uh, Roger Dawson. He said, a human mind is a terrible thing to waste. It's even more tragic when the mind is one that was successful in the past, but is now congealing in contentment. So, you know, how, mm. do, how do you how do you deal with complacency? You know, when, whenever you feel like you're you, you know, you might not have be having the best day or you, you know, you you might achieve achieve a, you know, a certain milestone and you kind of like, you know, sit back a little bit or, you know, how do you, how do you deal with that? Yeah. I had to practice it. Mm. I ha- you, you literally have to practice being humble. You, you really have to practice the act of being accepting of the fact that the only thing constant is change. Mm. And I'm a Scorpio and we don't like change. <laughs> so even as an adult now, you know, just being able to adapt, me having to adapt to re-TV and going to IG Live, being able to just adapt and not stay stagnant mm-hmm. and not just worry about YouTube. It's like, no, we're in quarantine. Nobody's doing anything on a Friday. Nothing's open. We're going to start an IG Live, being able to just adapt. Um, but that's that's something that needs to be learned. And I yeah. think the beautiful thing about my relationship with God is he has never allowed me to be complacent for too long. Hmm. And he will always, bro, I can never catch a break. I'd be chilling. I'd be in a good spot in life. I'd be like at a job and I'm just cruising. I can walk in. I could do the work with my eyes closed. Yeah. Then it's like, bam, you got this other offer for a job hmm. or you got this promotion or this opportunity just came about or this speaking engagement, you got an opportunity to speak for 45 minutes at this speech. And I, t- I always told myself, I said, God, whatever opportunity you bring my way, that's going to help me to push me to greatness and push me to my purpose and going to help me grow, I will take it. And sure enough, Delapo, what did God do? God has been making me uncomfortable, bro. <laughs> that's good made- though. You got to be no. uncomfortable. That's the only way you Man, grow. Like, that's what I'm saying. He will, he literally never, 
I can't be complacent. Mm -hmm. And I, I just can't. I, I can't, man. And God, it's, it's so hard to explain, but I feel like the people who are listening to this and who have a relationship with the Lord, um, because when you pray for something, like God really listens to you, you really got to be careful for what you pray for. Yeah. But God will, you know, push you to the place where you are uncomfortable, but that uncomfortableness is what, where the growth is, mm, you know, right. like that's ultimately how you know that you're growing when you're uncomfortable. So you just have to embrace being uncomfortable. And I think when you finally accept the fact that the only thing constant is change, that is when you really can't mm. be complacent. It's a, it's almost as if it's a mindset. Yeah. And like I said, it's about being intentional. Hmm. So if you're at a place where you feel like you're complacent, granted, I'm sure we all know if we are or not, I think the best thing for you to do or, or whatever advice I would give you is to have an accountability partner. You really need a mentor, somebody you trust, a sponsor, something, a coach. Yeah. Um, you really need somebody to help, like hold you accountable because you can really go down that rabbit hole and think you can do it all alone. But like I said, we're not meant to be on this earth to go through life alone. Mm. We're meant to have relationship and we're meant to have community. Just like you need community in your, in your faith walk, you need it when you're an entrepreneur also. True, true, true. You need people around you to say, hey, bro, yeah, I, I ain't seen no, no video. I ain't seen no podcast. <laughs> Accountability. What's, what's going on? Accountability. You know, that, that's what I'm saying. It's like you, you need the people around you to help you to get back on track. And if mm. you feel like you're complacent, be real with yourself, you know, and, and, and go to someone you can trust and be like, hey, bro, I, I really need help getting back up. I, I need help in this area. And if you got some real good friends, they're going to say, hey, what do I need to do? Yeah. How can I help you? You know, um, and, and that's that's really it. I think it's just so important to make sure that you have that, you know, you're going to God about everything. And, and like I said, he'll 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 make you uncomfortable, man, to the point where you have no choice but to but to get right. You yeah. can't be complacent for too long Very whenever true. he's blessing you and you over here just, you know, not taking advantage of these when you're over here, just, you know, just making it seem like these blessings are just whatever you're not taking it seriously. God, not God's not going to bless, continue to bless you if you're not taking him seriously. Hmm. So it's just always to ensure that you're trying to grow as a person I like that. Um, and, and have that community to hold you accountable. Okay. So with re with re TV, um, first off, I just want to know how'd you come up with the name, you know, re TV, why re TV, you know, or is it just yeah. obviously because your name, but um, you know, <laughs> I came up with I came up with ReTV because I'm so multifaceted. Okay. I love uh, I love fashion. I love music. I used to do I used to be a radio host out here in Austin, and wow. it was highlighting young local artists. And mm. I love music. Um, I love Jesus. I love traveling. Um, I love you know talking about motivation. I love holistic wellness, fitness. Um, I, I'm so multifaceted and whenever I wanted to create this platform, they were like, Risha, um, you need to focus on one thing or three things, mm. it can be fashion, makeup and lifestyle. And I said, uh, no, my <laughs> show, yeah. I can talk about it, about whatever I want to talk about. So I will. Okay. And you know, the stuff on my show that we talk about stems from, you know, feminism, social injustice to finances, to fitness to holistic wellness and being plant-based. Yo, my, my show is so well-rounded, but that's because 
I'm well-rounded. I am, I am multifaceted. I am, I am multi-passionate about so many different things in this life. I was like, you know what? I'm going to just call it re-TV. I like that. Yeah. So you don't put yourself in a box is, you know, kind of gives you space to, you know, venture out into other things. So, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So that is, that's where re-TV came from. (laughs) Okay. And you had any, so through your journey of re-TV, um, you know, any obstacles you faced towards the growth? of you know your your network oh man <laughs> um yeah you know like give us one give us no one blueprint. give us give us there one no obstacle blueprint. that you that you that you had and you, you know you one, overcame. Uh, one obstacle is analysis paralysis and a lot of people on this call can resonate mm. it is when you analyze and you want to make things so perfect that you don't do anything for a whole year mm. You don't create that show. You don't create that podcast. You don't create that page. You don't create that business because you're analyzing every little detail and you want to make it perfect. But let me tell you something. You can make it perfect later. Just do it. Hmm. You can make it perfect later. I like that. Yeah. You can make it perfect later. Just do it. So that would be it. You know, I, I, I took a whole year analyzing, man. I made sure that I got the website, the logo, the color schemes, all of that. You know, I made sure that I had like seven videos and that I just never posted anything. And I'm like, I just need to do it. Mm. I just need to do it. And I, I did it. And, you know, the 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 calling and the purpose, it pulls you. You have no choice but to just go with it. And mm. it's it's not going to be perfect. We're not meant to be perfect. We're Better. not, yeah. you know, and I think that's why this is how we start. This is how we start. Like Amazon, there's a picture of Amazon in their garage. Now look at where they are. They start somewhere. They didn't know how to do accounting and everything perfectly. They didn't know how to do stocks and warehouse management and procurement, procure to pay. They didn't know how to do any of that at the beginning. But this is why we got to start somewhere. Yeah. I mess up on my show sometimes. I forget questions. I blank out. I've stuttered before. But, yo, all of this is development. Everything that we are going through right now is development. And you just got to start somewhere. So I think that was the biggest obstacle that I had to face so far was okay. the analysis paralysis piece. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, another thing I wanted us to share, you know, with the Kings of Queens fam is to do with uh, meditation and the power of, you know, the subconscious mind. I know you do a lot of meditating and uh, just, you know, talk about that. You know, how, how important is it to, you know, always, you know, have your mind in that positive state and, you know, because, you know, we always have to be in that in that in that mind frame in order for us to continue achieving our goals. And, you know, if you don't take that time out, you know, for yourself, self-development in general, it can kind of be detrimental to your success. So, you know, how could you how do you use meditation? Absolutely. Meditation has saved my life. Oh, my gosh. I am a Scorpio. And growing up in an abusive household, my dad had anger issues. So wow. I would pop off, too. I have a really short temper. Well, I had a really short temper. Um, I used to have a bad attitude. I was just like a troubled child. And, you know, I will say, I'm going to add this little bit to it. We don't control what happens to us, but we can control how we heal from it. Mm -hmm. Our job is to heal from whatever has happened to us. And as a healed woman, I'm still healing, but as a healed woman right now, it is so important to ensure that a part of your self-care, whatever that looks like for you, make sure that you're being intentional about it every day and you're taking care of you. Because if you're not right internally, you can't be right for 
your coworkers, your mom, your sister, your dad, your business. You can't be the best version of yourself if you're not right within. Lauren Hill said it, right? Mm-hmm. How you going when, when you ain't right within? That's a real thing. So a part of my self-care is meditation, having that time to myself, breathing in, holding in my breath, and just practicing, you know, how to calm myself down, how to have that safe space with myself and and to just be in, intertwined with being and stillness and quietness. And it is so important to just have that moment to yourself and to take that deep breath because whenever I meditate, it's yeah. actually me setting my intention for the day and starting off on a clean slate. So every single morning I meditate between five to 10 minutes every single morning. Why? It's because it's a part of my self care and because I need to be prepared for whatever the day throws at me. My job is very demanding. I am also a CEO of ReTV. So that entails me having to always be on. You know what that means. You always have to be on. You always have to be your best self. You always have to be on guard because people know us and we're in the public eye. We can't be caught slipping. So so a part of my self-care is to ensure that I have that time alone. And what it does, one of the reasons I love meditation is it it teaches me how to be in the present moment. That is is a big thing for me. Because, you know, as entrepreneurs, it's like we get so caught up in, man, if I could have done this or if I would have done this a year ago, I could have yeah, yeah. Or what does the future hold for me? Yeah. Or how am I going to get this money? How am I going to pay for this? Who else? What kind of content should I put out? Who, who should I bring on the show? Hmm. What should I post today? Bro, there's so many different things. We're being pulled in so many areas. In addition to the fact that we are so young. We are so young and we're trying to figure out this thing called life. We're dealing with maybe anxiety, depression, insecurities, worries, doubt. We're dealing with family drama. We're dealing with having to go to work still. And even though we hate it, you know, and we have this sort of passion and and purpose that's, that's pulling us, but our nine to five pays the bills and this is where we are. We just got to accept it. Having to, you know, really bring myself back and be in the present moment that is a hard thing to do Hmm. but meditation helps me to be intentional and to really focus and to really just be grateful to to just be to just be to to breathe to to be in stillness and to just enjoy where i'm at in that day in that moment in that time and in that space Hmm. wow wow Kings and Queens fam, Risha, Risha dropping some 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 knowledge right here. <laughs> I'm just listening. I'm listening to all the gems you got. <laughs> I know you're listening to me. <laughs> I'm over here like, damn, bro, am I talking too much? <laughs> nah, you good. Keep keep. Hey, I love the energy. I love the energy. I love the energy. Uh, so hand in hand with meditation, uh, adrenaline. Um, how important is adrenaline as well? Because I know you know. People can, you know, you can meditate as well, but journaling, writing, writing things down, I feel like it always creates, you know, kind of that uh, some something in our mind where you, you know, especially in your subconscious mind, whether whatever you know you have, if you if you write it down, it, it usually helps with you, you know, organizing your thoughts and and you know, organizing and remembering remembering your goals as well. If you if you if you're journaling constantly every single day, so how do you go about journaling? Yes, I've been journaling for, I've, yeah, I've been journaling consistently for three years. Damn, and three years. Yes, yes. That's good. So 
part of my morning routine is I wake up, I go use the restroom, I come back, I meditate between five to 10 minutes, I journal, I read my Bible, I talk to God, and I set my intention for the day. Mm. It used to be opposite. It used to just be I would meditate in the morning, but then journal at night. Mm -hmm. But then I, it was almost as if I was just journaling and like reading the Bible, but not really retaining it and enjoying it. I had to switch it up. I had to switch up my routine. Okay. So I journal, I've been journaling for three years now. And the reason I started journaling was because, and this was during the time that I, you know, formed a stronger bond with God. Mm-hmm. So a lot of it started out with scriptures and it was venting and it was healing. A lot of it started out that way. And then eventually as I got more healed and in a better place emotionally and um, spiritually, mm-hmm. I just started to write down goals. Um, and I still do now, but now it's I have a structure. So in terms of my journaling every day, Every single day I start out writing down what I'm grateful for. And the minimum is three. But if I'm feeling extra, you know, I'll list whatever else. And then I'll write down what I want to accomplish for the day. Mm -hmm. And then depending on what time of day I journal, like let's say I didn't get it done in the morning, I write down what what, what I did accomplish. Because I feel like we have to give ourselves small wins. Mm, We tend to focus so much on writing down goals. We, we, we don't really write down accomplishments. True. Like that's yeah. what's going to keep us going. The small wins, it's like, okay, I did this today. All right, tomorrow I'm going to attack the day. I'm going to conquer the day. Very I'm going to be productive. I'm going to wake up early. So I think, you know, I had to switch it up. And like I said, I'm always looking for ways to improve and to find meaning and being more intentional. So I had to stray away from just writing down scripture. And I still do sometimes. But now it's it's solely focused on, okay, you know, how can I stay motivated in quarantine? Yeah. How can I stay productive and productive in quarantine? It's it's by writing down my, you know, what I'm grateful for, writing down my accomplishments, what I want to accomplish. And, you know, it doesn't have to be so long term. It can even be for the week and the day, mm-hmm. you know, starting out small. And then sometimes I would just write down my feelings and what I'm going through. And I am such an overthinker. I read so many books. I've listened to so many podcasts it's almost crippling sometimes because I get so in my head yeah. to where I need to write my thoughts down, sleep on it, and then I'm good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then I'm like, it's like I'm that sometimes. Yeah. I, I wasn't tripping, you know? Mm-hmm. So it, it's so important. I think everyone should journal. Um, if you, like, let's say you can't afford a therapist, you know, journaling is the best way to do it. But it's so powerful when you write stuff down because you know, you don't really think about it, but we are visual beings. We need to be able to see, touch it, you know, um, just writing the act of writing it down. It helps us to hold ourselves accountable. So yeah, uh, true. yeah, you definitely do it. Everything that you talked about in the beginning about what it does and the benefits. Mm-hmm. Yes. Everyone should journal. Okay. okay. Absolutely. Going, do you going, journal? Yeah, I do journal. I do journal. Do you meditate? Meditating is what I'm trying to start getting into. Oh, I'm going to send you an app. I'm going to send you an app that I use. Okay. Okay. I got you. Bit, bit, bit. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. See, see, Risha, you giving, you giving all, all the gems right now. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. You know what? I got you. <laughs> I got you. I just, I just want people to be great. That's hey, it. That's it. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. And uh, so I know, I know you talked, you, uh, you went into, into books as well. Uh, what kind of book, uh, books that you, do you read? 
I am really big into personal development books. Okay. So anything that's going to help me financially, mentally, physically, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. I, whatever, every different area of my, my life, you know, um, I'm, I'm just re- really big into personal development. Reading is so powerful and it's so crazy because I never used to be a reader it was so bad to where my mom used to be like, I will pay you 50 bucks to finish one book. (laughs) And I would never get that 50 bucks because I just hated reading. Mm -hmm. Reading is important. Yeah. It is so important. Yeah. Very important. Now I'm over here reading just for fun. And I'm like, who would have (laughs) thought? Who would have thought? Because there's so much, there's so much game, so much free game (laughs) in in, in these books. It's crazy. So much free game, man. So yes, man, I, I, I love reading. And, you know, I'm going to tell you a few books that I think everyone should read. Yeah, um, one of them is called The Four Agreements. And The Four Agreements talks about, it's very simple. It's mm-hmm. very simple principles, but when it's broken down, it's kind of like a mind-blowing aha moment. So in The in the Four Agreements, it talks about being impeccable with your word, talking about the power of the tongue, talking about, you know, adding adding life and not adding life, but like adding value to life and um, just practicing what you preach kind of thing, just making sure that you're very careful about what you put out to the universe, you know? Yeah. And then it talks about don't take anything personally. That's been a huge struggle for me. I am so like sense. I'm, I'm kind of like a sensitive thug. So like, <laughs> I'm, thug. Be- <laughs> <laughs> I'm a sensitive thug. Like I'd be hard, you know, yeah. but I really be sensitive. And I, I had to learn not to take things personally. So it talks about how, you know, the way people treat you is not a representation of you. It's a representation of themselves. So wow. it talks about that. And then it talks about don't make assumptions. That's so hard for me too. Because we can replay, you know, scenes in our mind. We can have our mind wander and make up different scenarios in our head. Yeah. So it talks about that. And then it, it talks about always do your best. Hmm. Even if you didn't get a job, even if you didn't get that role, even if you didn't get that gig, if you can look in the mirror and you can say you gave, you, you did your best and you gave 110%, that's all that matters. Hmm. So it is, it's such, you know, simple principles, but it is, it's a really good book that I think everyone should read. Um, and then the power of now, the power of now teaches us to be in the present moment. And that is so hard to do. That is so hard to do, but it teaches you certain things and certain practices that you can do daily. So I'll give you one right now. Okay. Uh, a, a simple practice to do about, you know, practicing to be in the present moment is walking into your car. You sit in your car, you turn your car on, you listen to it, you turn on your AC, feel the AC for a little bit. You feel your, um, your, oh my gosh, what is that called? (laughs) Your steering wheel. Your steering wheel. Your steering wheel. Um, And then you start driving. And then you could put your window down. And then you can just feel the breeze. Put your music on. Just sing the song. Literally practicing being in the present moment. That is so hard to do. Mm -hmm. But it is that, but that is what I'm practicing right now because I think I'm, I'm just so, like I said, I'm, I'm a very intuitive person and I tend to, you know, take people's actions and what they say and what they do and where I'm at in life and tend to go down this overthinking path where I need to make sure that, hey, you're in this, you're, you're where you are in life for a reason. You won't ever get this time back. You won't ever get this, this time without kids, without a husband back. 
you won't ever get this time without a family back. You, live up your life, girl. Like you, you won't have the singleness again. You won't have this time to be by yourself, to not have to answer to anyone. You won't have this time to, you know, be Netflix and chilling by yourself, sipping wine. <laughs> you know, you won't have this time anymore. Be in the present moment. Yeah. So, you know, just books like that. And then um, Dave Ramsey, read books about finances. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this book that I'm that I'm reading right now. Oh, I forgot what it's called, but it's by this gentleman named Darren. And um, I'm, I'm so I'm transitioning to being plant based. Okay. And wow. it talks about being more plant-based and living a more holistic life. Yeah. But yeah, I think, you know, reading is so important. And those are some of the books that I definitely recommend because they can just help you in different areas of your life. And, you know, the goal is to be the best version of yourself. So facts. read it. Facts, facts. I like, I like, I like what you're doing. And, you know, especially just with, you know, read TV in general, your mindset, I feel like, you know, it, it's helping the, the empowerment of women in general, especially during the times that we're in with, you know, the pandemic and, you know, you know, uh, social injustice. I feel like, you know, just watching or seeing you or hearing you speak about, you know, some of the things that you talk about is empowering other women, you know, so I, I really I really give you props on that as well. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah. OK, so I found the book. It's okay. called Super Life by Darren Olean. Super Life so by Darren Olean. OK. Yeah. So that book, it talks about food. It talks about what we put into our body, why we should be mindful, all that good stuff. And essentially kind of just breaks down the importance of buying local and it just drops some really cool gems. So one thing that I learned in this book, and Mm -hmm. this is a fun fact. So when we eat broccoli, our saliva produces a chemical that fights cancer, but the broccoli itself doesn't produce the chemical. Wow. Isn't that, isn't that so mind-blowing? Yeah, that's crazy. Really intense. Yeah, so you guys should eat your broccoli and kale because kale does the same thing. Okay. But yeah, I thought that was so interesting. But even stuff like that, it's like, oh, wow. Uh, so it breaks down superfoods, and it's it's just a really good book. And like I said, the reason that I'm reading it is because I'm going more plant-based. Um, so, you mm. know, that's that's a really good gem to read. Okay, okay. But, that's what's up. I'm all about personal development and reading books to just amplify me being the best version of myself in every aspect of life. Like so we have more more uh, read TV IG lives coming soon. You know, if Kings and Queens fan, I yes. want to check you out. Yes. Okay. Be good. All right. Well, that's all I have for you, Risha. Thank you so much for coming on the Kings and Queens podcast. I really, really appreciate it. Um, if you could leave a one piece of advice for the Kings and Queens fan, what would it be? If I can leave one piece of advice for the Kings and Queens fam, I would say you can make it perfect later. Just do it. Mm. You can make it perfect later. Just do it. I like it. I like it. That's Correct. Good. That's a good one. That's a good one. Okay. Correct. All right. Yes. That that would be the best piece of advice that I would give give someone. And also, um, you know, just seek some seek some mentors or accountability partners and that could be for business it can be for your faith walk Mm. uh, it can be for health anything how do you go about finding mentors like if somebody doesn't really you know how how did you find a mentor i found my mentor the the beauty of social media Mm. when 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 people see you doing the damn thing when people see you being consistent you know putting in work and and being curious Mm -hmm. and wanting to know how to flip houses, how to do real estate, or how to build a business, 
you reach out to people who are in the positions that you are or the, that you want to be in. Um, and, and you say, you just ask some questions and that, that relationship develops over time. Mm-hmm. You don't have to really say, Hey, can you be my mentor? Because I think a huge part of finding a mentor is the relationship piece mm-hmm. piece of, you know, that needs to be someone that you gel with. That needs to be someone you have a good relationship with. Y'all get along. Y'all have some similarities. Um, that's someone that you trust, someone that you can go to and you can be vulnerable because you don't know anything. You know, they yeah. know so much more than you that, you know, but what the, but the best piece of advice that I will give you is if you do find a mentor, make sure that they have been in the position that you want to be in or that you have been in. And I say that to say, I hired a life coach and I paid this woman a good amount of money, Mm -hmm. but she was not an entrepreneur. Mm. She was just a life coach. She had a title of a life coach. She got some sort of certification, whatever. I ended up finding my mentor and we connected over social media. We ended up meeting up my mentor is so freaking dope. There's actually an IG live that you guys need to watch on ReTV. But my mentor has a beard oil business. He flips houses. He makes music for Masego. I'm wow, sure y'all really? know who Masego is. That's, my that's mentor dope. is he's plugged in. He's so dope. From Houston, he's put me on so much game. Wow. And he's a creative. He he does so much, man. And this is how I know that, that God is just so amazing and great because during this time that I was paying for this life coach, Mm -hmm. I felt like I was getting value, but it was basic value that I could have found if I did YouTube or that I kind of already knew. Yeah. When I talked to my mentor, my mentor said, Hey, I see you doing this. I had mentors, so I'm going to give back to you for free. And Delaco. I had a 30 minute conversation with my mentor. And when I tell you that the, the amount of game and gems that were dropped in that 30 minute period was worth like a thousand dollars with what I would have paid for a life coach. And looking back, it's like, wow, I paid this much for this life coach and I didn't really get any value from it, but I got all this for free. That is the beauty of mentorship. That is the beauty of being consistent. When people see that you are doing the damn thing, when when people see that you're you're really serious about your craft and you want to make the world a better place and you're walking in your purpose, mm-hmm. God will bring people your way to help you and guide you and tell you what to do and show you the ropes. You just got to make sure that you're executing and doing your part because faith without works is hey, dead. dead. There you go. There you go. I like that. That's awesome. That's awesome. And uh, yeah, Kings of Queens family, you know, definitely check out. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, what platforms can the Kings of Queens uh, fan find you on? Find me on IG. My personal page is R-H-E-I-S-H-A-A. Um, and then my re-TV one is R-H-E-E underscore TV. And then you can add me on YouTube. Okay. At subscribe, subscribe to the so channel. Yes, please subscribe. Go follow my ReTV page. You can follow my personal one also, but would love to connect. Um, I'm excited to have Delapo on my ReTV IG Live 
So hey. that is going to be in the works. Hey, and, you heard you it know, first, we, Kings of Queens fam. We, the world's going to be switched. It's <laughs> about to be different. <laughs> it's about to be real different, but I'm excited. I'm excited. So yeah. thank you so much for having me. This, no was, this was great. Um, you know, and I'm, I'm excited to see where this platform goes. So thank you, thank you thank so you. much for having me and, no, and no. listening to me. Of course, of course. And, uh, you know, I wish you nothing but the best, you know, and success along your journey. Um, you're definitely a queen in the making, you know, which is why you're on the Kings of Queens podcast. And, uh, you know, I hope you continue to inspire, you know, people through your journey, you know, empowering women and, you know, everything you're doing with Re, Re, uh, with Re TV. You know, I really I can, I can see it prospering. So, you know, I really, you know, pray that, you know, can, that you continue to stay consistent with it. And, you know, so, yeah, thank you so much. Yes. Yes. Thank you. And uh, with that, Kings of Queens fam, you know, I hope you all enjoyed this episode. And uh, you remember, you can find each episode on either SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts and, you know, YouTube coming soon. And uh, also, you know, leave a, you know, leave a five star rating for your for your boy one time, you know, King Lapo. But uh, yeah, episode 21, we out. Uh, Risha, any, we any out. last words? Thank you. Thank you. And uh, that's, that pretty much wraps up the episode, guys. So stay tuned for the next episode.